Good morning or afternoon and welcome to the Fans Corner with me, your host, Joshua Mighty Mo Morris. And allow me to reintroduce myself. Apparently, a lot of my episodes or all of the episodes that I recorded got deleted. So we're going to try this one more time and we're going to see what happens. My name is Joshua Morris, and the Mighty Mo part comes from my 10 years active duty in the United States Navy, where my you know, sailors or my you know, brothers on the ship, instead of calling me Morris, decided that it would be a lot easier just to call me Mo. So I got called everything from you know Big Mo to Little Mo to slow-mo, to Mighty Mo. I really enjoyed Mighty Mo, so I stuck with Mighty Mo, not only as a nickname, but also because of the Mighty Missouri, which is in Hawaii, which is, in fact, called Mighty Mo. So I just ran with it. But this podcast is mainly going to be exactly what the name implies the the um you know fans corner it's going to be perspective and opinions of me a fan of course and there will also be some truth and some facts sprinkled in but the majority of it's just going to be my opinionated take on certain things happening in the sports world i.e the braves winning the world series which i'm happy even though I'm from Texas, I don't like cheaters and the Astros cheated and everybody just kind of brushed it underneath the rug, including the commissioner of major league baseball who said that I don't understand. Well, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he pretty much said, who cares? It's just a, a metal trophy. So who cares? So I'm happy that the Braves won. I'm also sad that my Yankees didn't get in, but maybe next year. But just stuff like that. And the three major sports that I'll probably be covering in this podcast are, of course, um, soccer, football, and um, baseball. And it's in that order that I like these sports. I mean, I love um, football and I love um, soccer, so they're probably even at one and two or tied at one. And then there's, you know, Major League Baseball. Quit watching, you know, basketball when it got a little bit too politicized. I mean, I understand as athletes, as you know, people have influenced these athletes trying to bring attention to stuff that's happening in our country but at the same time it just got a little bit too politicized for me and i'm not going to get into politics but that's why i just kind of was like okay cool i don't really care much for you know basketball and i would say that i'm just one level above a casual fan when it comes to combat sports. So 
I don't really want to get in too much into that, but occasionally we'll cover like, you know, Canelo Alvarez because I like him as a, a boxer. Um, UFC wise, mm, I'm no expert, so I really don't want to speak on that. I'm more of a casual fan when it comes to the UFC. I do like to watch, you know, boxing. As far as UFC, I'm more of a casual fan, so I really won't speak much on that because I really don't want to sound like an idiot. But that's pretty much um, sums up what this is all going to be about. And we're going to start off with my soccer team who's playing kind of not well. They are not doing well. They're currently in a fifth place in the English Premier League, but at the same time, they should be up top. They should be at least in the one, two, three spot. But it seems like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and uh, he's the coach of Manchester United or the manager or whatever you want to call him. But it, it seems like he's out of his depth, really. If you watch the games, if you are a fan of um, soccer, I've been a big um, supporter of him when he took over as a manager. But come on, man. This team looks like it's running around with its head chopped off like a chicken, just running around. Case in point was when they played Liverpool, last um Sunday or the um you know Sunday before last they got their tails whooped they lost five zero and it could have been seven eight nine ten they had no purpose they had no tactics it was just like I said earlier a chicken with his head cut off running around the um soccer field and it was just utterly disappointing to watch like i literally turned off the tv at the half and it was on four zero and i said to myself i said good night this can't be true this can't be the team this can't be who we do we picked up rafael veron one of the Elite premier backs in all, or not, I'm sorry, <laughs> one of the elite center backs in all of, you know, soccer, or as they call it in Europe, European football, but the the most elite center back in all of world of football, and he was hurt, so of course he wasn't in there. And then I think he rushed back Harry Maguire, who had um, who had um, gotten hurt in a previous game, and I think he rushed him back. Not to mention we lost against Le- Leicester a week prior to that, and then we almost lost to Atlanta in between the Leicester and the. Liverpool game. And then we go into 
play Liverpool, and it was 4-0 at the half. So I shut off the TV, and I went, and I took my dogs for a walk. And, of course, the fan in me, no matter how horribly we're doing, I have to watch. I, I have to watch. That's how much I love this team, and that's how much I am a fan of this team. So as I'm walking, I'm on my phone, and I'm watching the game. Let's just say that I almost tripped and fell, and I would have much rather broken my arm than watch th- that game. Breaking my arm at that point in time would have been more pleasurable than watching this team play um, because it was atrocious. <sighs> but alas, we lost 5-0. And, and it was at that point where I was like, man, I, I just can't. I'm going to still support him as the manager, but there's a there's a sense of like hesitation in in I'm in actually I'm trying to I'm support this guy because. Oh, it's 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 hard. It's hard to watch. It's hard to get behind your team and your manager when the team has no tactics you look at teams like Liverpool um, Man City Manchester City um, even Arsenal even West Ham United all have tactics Chelsea you look at these teams and they are a team there's no one individual on that pitch that you are expecting to go out and score all of the goals. And that's the thing with Manchester United is that the coach puts these individuals on the field and they are great individual players, such as Marcus Rashford, um, Edison Cavani, Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes, Paul Pogba. You have all these elite players, Jaden Sancho. You have all of these players who are elite in their own right. But you have them on the field all at the same time and you expect one, just one, one, just one player to go out and score all of your goals. You expect one player to be on form that Saturday or um, Sunday or Tuesday or Wednesday in in reference to the Champions League group stage. You expect these players to go in and just score all of your goals. There's, there's no t- sense of, hey, this is the tactic that we're going to use Let's use this tactic. Now, when they play Tottenham, it it was actually counterattacking on football, and it looked good, and they won 3-0. And then on Tuesday, yesterday, you go up against an Atalanta team that you squeaked by the, the first game that you played, and you were down 2-0 and then in the um, second half you 
we came back and scored three goals and squeaked squeaked them by with a win. Same thing happened yesterday. So we went down 1-0 in the first half, and then in stoppage time, Cristiano Ronaldo, single player, hoping that he gets going, he scored the tying goal in stoppage time in the, the first half. And then going into the um, the um, second half, our so our um, center backs looked atrocious against Tottenham. They were on point. They were on point against Atlanta. I don't know what they were doing. I have no idea what the heck they were doing, but they got beat twice. So in the um, second half, of course, Atlanta scores. So now it's um, 2-1. And then, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo, who I'll say is the greatest player in the world right now. There's And yeah, you can argue him and uh, Lionel Messi are one and two or like um they're interchangeable right now but right now i i i firmly believe that cristiano ronaldo is the greatest footballer in the world right now but then he scores in the 90th minute plus stoppage of time to tie there's no way that we should be tying with teams or or should losing as 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 bad as we did against Leicester, um, Liverpool against Young Boys. We shouldn't be losing with the amount of talent that we have on that on that field. We should not be losing. And it just, it I I just wonder because the Tottenham coach after that loss to us he got um sacked he's out of um Tottenham to Nuno Espiritu Santos and I hope I said his name right but he got him sacked and we're still rocking with Ali or Ali Ole. Ali, how do you say his um, name? I say Ali, but he's still our coach. Now, at um, some point, this uh, this not only falls on him, but it also falls on the uh, the board at at Manchester United and the owners, Joe Glazer. That dude has n- no clue what he's doing. He is way out of his league. He he's he's in the like deep in treading in water and he's trying to stay afloat. And we'll get into him later on in another episode, but he's cost this club I feel a lot. He 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 has cost this club more than he knows. And he doesn't care because as long as he gets that money, he doesn't care. He could care less about this team. That's why he needs to sell his team and let somebody who actually knows about 
soccer and who actually loves this game, let them run this team. But I digress. And I'll say this, unless we start playing up to the level that we can play, we're going to finish, I'd say, anywhere from a fifth to eighth. And we will lose. If we make it through to the knockout stages of the Champions League, we will lose. And that's just one fan's perspective on this team. And we'll get more into, you know, Manchester United after every game. I'll just hop on here and I'll give my opinion. Because our next, you know, big game is against Manchester City on um, Saturday. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Now we're going to jump into a little bit of about my Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And before we get into that, I know um, your people are going to say, oh, you're just a your bandwagon fan because I've heard that many a times on 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 like um Twitter and to the like my teams haven't won anything in years like the Cowboys haven't won in like 20 plus years so I don't understand how I can be a you know bandwagon fan of a team that hasn't won anything but anyway we look good I'm not gonna say that we're going to the um, Super Bowl and we're gonna win the um, the the um, Super Bowl because a lot of fans say that every year and every year it's no. So I will say that we look good. We look good. We look real good. I mean, we went into a hostile territory in Minnesota with Cooper Rush, and we came out with the W. I mean, and the crazy thing is, is that I was I'm sitting there watching the game on um on like um Sunday night, and I was I was actually streaming, and I was actually playing on my on PlayStation, and I'm like watching the game, and and so I was in a party with uh, one of my good buddies, and we're sitting there and we're talking, man, and I'm like, she, man. Can you imagine if Dak Prescott would have actually played this game? It wouldn't have been that close. That's how you know that you have an MVP caliber player on your team because without Dak, we were moving the you know football. We just couldn't get it into the end zone. Several times we were in the red zone and then we just, either had stupid holding penalties or penalties and it took us out of the red zone but we were in the red zone three times and we didn't score so it's going to be an interesting rest of the um, season I'll tell you that much and I know our like our 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 schedule looks weak but at the same time we don't come out and make the schedule. It's the NFL that makes the actual schedule. So, so I mean, we're, we are firmly in the driver's seat right now. And it's 
it's our own destiny that we hold in our hands. But what's even scarier is is that we have players on the defensive side of the of football that aren't even playing. You have Demarcus Lawrence who you know broke his own foot. We've got Donovan Wilson. So I mean that'll be interesting to see what happens when when we actually get in and we get those guys back with Demarcus Lawrence on one side and um Randy Gregory on the other side and with Osa Odigizua playing the way he's playing in the middle. I mean, the sky is the freaking limit for this team. So, I mean, we're, and then we got Trayvon Diggs making plays. We've got our um, safeties who are playing lights out with the exception of that one play in New England where we gave up the um, 75-yard um, touchdown. Okay. That was a mistake. But we look good. Our offense is running roughshod against a lot of teams. So, I mean, it's exciting to be a Cowboys fan, but at the same time, I'm holding reservations because I'm like, man, mm, saw this before where we played great the regular season, got to the playoffs, and we played Aaron Rodgers, and you can't leave. There's there's only two quarterbacks in this league that you cannot give them time. You cannot give them time. And that's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Although New Orleans had Tom's number this past um, Sunday because they, in fact, gave him time. and But he, that New Orleans defense was like, no, 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 you're not going to do this to us. Nope. But there's two quarterbacks in the in the NFL right now that you cannot give time to. And we saw it earlier in the season when Green Bay came back and beat the um San Francisco 49ers. Sorry about that little tongue twister. But you cannot give the, those two quarterbacks any time. So, and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. But at the same time, I'm holding reservations. I'm like, man, just chill out and let's just take it one game at a time, one game at a time, and then we'll go from there. So we have a few tough matchups coming up. We got to play the Arizona Cardinals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Although the Chiefs look like a shell of themselves, they look like a shell of themselves. So, but still, they're still pretty dangerous because you know Patrick Mahomes has a lot of weapons and he is a weapon himself. So, we've got to limit what he can do and what 
you know, Hill and Kelsey and McCall Hardman and like those cats can do. We've got to limit the yards after carry and the deep passes and we should be all right. Arizona is going to be tough because you got Kyler Murray, you got Hopkins, you've got AJ Green, although (laughs) that play against Green Bay where he was in the end zone. And if he would have just turned around, he would have caught that and they would have won. But he's got weapons, man. Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz is, is over there now. So, I mean, he has some weapons. The only upside to that is that J.J. Watt is out, which um, sucks, man, because that guy is a hell of a player, a good guy, all-around great guy, and you hate to see him have to have um, surgery and miss out the rest of the um, season. But this is the game of um, football, and it um, sucks sometimes. Because you root – you root for these guys, even though they're not on your team, that they're good guys. And you don't root for their team, but you root for that player. So it's going to be an interesting second half to this um, season. But that's a little bit of what I'm going to be doing on this podcast. Just kind of giving my own perspective and just like talking. This is always... Something that I've wanted to do is kind of dabble in, you know, podcasting. And, I mean, I don't expect to be huge or or anything. I have probably expect about maybe one or two people to actually listen to my podcast, which is fine. This is just something, like I said, I'm going to reiterate this. This is just something that I've always wanted to do and try out and see if I'm any good at it. And if I'm not, then nah, we won't do it. And if I start p- maybe picking up traction, then I'll hop on YouTube and I'll make, you know, videos and we'll do stuff like that. But as of right now, that's all I got is one fan's opinion on his atrocious um, soccer team and his outstanding on football team. So you see how that goes. There's, it can never be, you know, both teams are winning. It's either one team looks good and then the other team looks, eh, not so good. But that's just how it goes. And I hope you all enjoy this and we'll, probably hop on towards the end of the week on Friday and we'll do a preview of Manchester United against Man City and we'll talk about who the Dallas Cowboys have to play because they're playing the Denver Broncos at at home and nothing is guaranteed in the NFL or in the English Premier League but I do like the chances that my Cowboys have as far as Manchester United. If Rafael Varane is not able to play and Lindelof being hurt, then it might be another four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, however many points Man City wants to score against zero. So we'll see. 
But we'll do a little preview of that game, and then we'll do a preview of the Cowboys and the Broncos. So, again, thank you. I wish all of you nothing but the best, and thank you.